Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. This is Sue Meyer. Today in our podcast, we are going to talk about SAR codes. I know I, as I travel around the country and I teach about homeopathy, I forget that when I mention the word SAR code or nozode or imponderable, most of the people just learning homeopathy or even some who are proficient to homeopathy don't understand what I'm talking about. So I thought I'm just going to do a really short little podcast here just to just give you a little bit of information about SAR codes. I probably will come down the road and I'll talk about nozodes later, but SAR codes to me are really, really fun. And I think they're a really good remedy or, you know, a really, I think they're important for people to start understanding in today's day and age because SAR codes are actually um, very often used as adjunct remedies. They're not like someone's healing remedy or someone's constitution, so to speak. But they're very often used in conjunction with other homeopathic remedies to support other bodily functions, like during um, healing of, you know, of a chronic disease or someone who's having trouble sleeping or something like that. It's always recommended that a full chronic homeopathic case be taken in order to find the best remedy or similum that fits the needs of the patient. And so today we're just going to talk about some of the the common SAR codes in order to help you familiarize yourself with the vast world of SAR code healing. I'm I'm not going to go into a lot of um, detail. I'm actually in, in our members group. We'll go into more about you know, intro to um, intro to SAR code therapy. But for our general listening, I just wanted to introduce you to what a SAR code actually is. And like I said, and then we're going to kind of go through some of the SAR codes that are available out there and some of the things that, um, you know, some of the ways that they're used. And like I said, that can just, it's just an intro and you can just, you can take this as far as you want and you can do as much research as you want. And it's kind of exciting. It'll give you like I said, a little more insight as to what is available in in the world of homeopathy. So when I talk about SAR codes, what I'm doing, what I'm talking about is a homeopathic remedy made from the healthy tissue of a gland or a bodily fluid or like the amniotic SAR code for for instance, is made from the amniotic fluid of a healthy pregnancy. Like we have like adrenal SAR code. The adrenal SAR code is actually made from a healthy adrenal gland. And I know like if um, a lot of persons who deal with natural health, um, they, they maybe are seeing a naturopath, they maybe take a, a homeopathic, not a homeopathic remedy, but they'll be doing SAR code therapy and they're actually taking the adrenal gland. You know, like say there's, there's, there are companies out there who make, glandular remedies, but it's the actual 
like I said, the actual, they're taking the actual thyroid gland or the actual adrenal gland or the actual pancreatic gland. In homeopathy, this is, is not the glandular product itself. This is a homeopathic remedy made from that healthy glandular tissue. And of course, we know that in homeopathy, um, like cures like, and the more dilute a remedy is, the deeper acting it is. So I love sarcode therapy when it, for homeo- with homeopathy when I'm dealing with someone who's trying to build up their systems again. I know a lot of people prefer to take the actual glandular tissue from their naturopath, but um, I'll tell you what, I have seen such healing from persons. They go have their case taken and like say they have thyroid issues or they have other digestive issues because their pancreas is just not getting the right messages or, or they have weight issues because their adrenal gland is not functioning the way it's supposed to and they're producing tons of cortisone when they shouldn't be and so I love sarcode therapy for these reasons because it really does help to bring balance. And a good homeopath isn't afraid to incorporate this into their, into their healing process. So like I said, I just wanted to touch on this because it is important that we kind of understand what's available. And my biggest thing nowadays is that people say, oh my gosh, how do you keep all this straight? I don't. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. It, I do because once you understand the functions of the body, it's not this big, super huge mystery, guys. You don't have to remember everything. You, we, I use my books all the time. I know what a remedy is good for, but I just want I double check it. Or what is the best remedy to use in conjunction with, you know, I have this, this SAR code that I need to be using. And so, I, you know, it's not like we memorize everything. And you don't have to memorize everything either. Just make yourself familiar with things so that you know it's available and you don't feel overwhelmed. So with that, I'm just going to go through and I'm going to tell you about some of the SAR codes that are available. These are the most, probably the most popular. And I know a lot of people just like, oh my gosh, this is is so cool. And it is cool because it really does help the body to heal. It's just when I say, when I say SAR code therapy, what it is, is it just, it triggers the body to upregulate or downregulate the use of a particular organ function. Because nowadays, this is what seems to be the big issue is we are being bounced hither, tither, back and forth between, like I said, our Wi-Fi emissions, our food, our toxic, toxic food that's completely confusing our systems. We are being exposed to so many things today that we weren't exposed to just 50 years ago. And our, our whole systems are becoming confused. And sometimes we just need to reboot the computer. You know, and I tell people, I said, when I, you know, I think of sarcode therapy sometimes is just unplugging the computer. You wait that 30 seconds, you plug it back in and it reboots. Sometimes that's all it takes. And that's why those are the situations I like to use the sarcode therapy. Like I said, adrenals seem to be one of the biggest, one of the biggest issues today with, with persons because our bodies are set under such, not just physical, um, mental stress from work or family or emotion, but we're actually overtaxed every single time we walk under a fluorescent light. Our body has to deal with that fight or flight mechanism. It has to decide what it's going to do. And that overtaxes the adrenals every single time you're exposed to that. 
Not to mention every time you walk past your router or your printer kicks on or the baby's monitor beside his bed kicks on or your phone bings. Every single time your adrenals are addressed and every single time your adrenals are addressed, you literally lose your vitamin B. We need so much more vitamin B today than we used to simply because our adrenals are so overtaxed and it just sucks up that vitamin B. We don't think about it because you know, you're, that's, you're supposed to be able to go through life and not think about what you're being exposed to. But you know what? When we start to have, like I said, weight gain, un, unparalleled weight gain, and it's, I don't know, I, I can see someone and you know, you can look at somebody and say, oh my gosh, they don't look very healthy. You'll see the, 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 the puffy face. If their body doesn't tend to, there's healthy fat and there's not healthy fat, okay? And I, if, if just watch TV, just watch TV from the fifties to the sixties to the seventies and watch how the bodies are changing in the background, not the actors themselves, but the, the bodies in the background and walk down the street. I, I says to my daughter the other day, I said, honey, I says, look at those two young mothers. And there was two young mothers. One had a baby on its back and was pushing a stroller. The other one had a stroller and it was a, a toddler running out in front of it. These were two women in their 20s. They were huge. I'm talking, I don't know how much they weighed, but they were huge. They, they, they had the little chubby face and then their whole body looked like, a, like a, we think of an old wooden barrel. That's the way they were shaped, both of them. I said, what is wrong with this picture? And she says, mom, you're so mean. I says, I'm not being mean, honey. This is educational. I said, there's no way that those two girls could eat enough to be shaped like that. I says, that is what I refer to as the toxic look. All right. They are eating foods that their body deems as toxic. And so therefore what it does is it produces little fat cells very, very quickly and stores those toxins away. You can be sure they're both living on processed foods, possibly on welfare or WIC or whatever you want to call it, because they mandate these horrible WIC foods for persons that they're not really nutritious, but you know what? It's a wonderful government program. Let's feed the hungry and let's feed them toxins. And so, but that was what I, and my daughter, she just thought I was being so mean. I said, I am not being mean. This makes me want to cry. I said, there is no reason that we need to be shaped like this because that just simply means our bodies those young girls are dying before they even, they, they don't even know it, but their bodies are so toxic that yeah, shut the lights off at night. They're going to start glowing. It's sad. It's very, very sad. And the adrenals are so, so overwrought. They don't know what to do with this situation. Okay. That's a perfect example. All right. And then we have, um, the amniotic sarcode. I just, you know, like I said, this, some of this fun things, I love the, the, what they call the matridonal sarcodes because they are the remedies made from, you know, the mommy. Okay. We have, we have lac maternum, we have uh, lac humanum, we have the amniotic sarcode, we have placenta. These are all wonderful remedies and they have wonderful uses. And again, we'll talk about that in our members group. I have a, the little printable so that our members can study more in depth, you know, the intro to sarcodes. But it's, like I said, I just, I just wanted to throw this out there because I get so many questions. What is a SAR code? What is that? So there we are. Um, and we have the cholesterol, the cholesterol nosode. And this is a wonderful remedy that's very, very helpful for persons with unexplainable high cholesterol. We have um, the cortisone SAR code. Um, again, and I'll, we'll describe potencies a little bit in our intro to SAR codes. 
um, because it's pretty important that you understand the different potencies and the, um, the way that they will help to regulate the body functions. But um, like I said, cortisone is, is a really, it's a huge um, issue today because we pump out so much cortisone, <laughs> you know, poor little adrenals. We have the folliculinum sarcode, which is a homeopathic remedy made from the, the, the follicular reproductive of a woman from the follicle. We have the histamine. The histamine sarcode is really, really huge because this is when people have allergies and, and the body perceives something as a threat, it quickly pumps out so much histamine. And that's what gives us the watery eyes, the runny nose, all the allergy type symptoms. And so histamine is a really huge remedy that we like to look at for situations like that. And again, you know, when then we have um, all the different, all the different endocrine producing hormones or glands of the body. One of the top is the hypothalamus. We have the hypothalamus that is, like I said, we call that the master gland of the brain. Lac humanum, like I said, we just mentioned that with the, um, the lac maternum matridonal remedies. And then, and then lac maternum as well. The euphorium sarcode. And again, this is made from the ovarian extract. It's the, um, the ripe ovary of the woman. Euphorium is an amazing remedy for many different um, female functions. Oxytocin. Oxytocin is the hormone produced in order to help a woman go into labor properly and help her labor process as well as her uterus to clamp down after the fact amazing little remedy. I use it a lot for, um, women today. And then we have the pancreatic pancreatus hormone, um, the sarcode made from the healthy pancreas and pituitary sarcode. And again, we have two different pituitary. We have pituitary, the, the full, the whole pituitary gland. We also have the pituitary, the anterior pituitary, and we have the posterior pituitary. And all, any of these three have specific functions. Again, that's a little more in-depth study, but it's a lot of, um, it's, it's nice to know about this. Pituitary is actually what secretes um, hormone to tell the hypothalamus what needs to be done, okay? So all these hormones, um, all these hormone-producing glands in the body speak to each other. And we, we have that, the pituitary, the penal gland, the hypothalamus, we have the liver, the pancreas, the adrenals, the thyroid, the thymus, all these glands speak to each other by secreting hormones into the bloodstream. And so they're, they have, um, that's their, that's their mode of speech. So when any one of our hormone producing glands is suffering for whatever reason, everything suffers because that is a miscommunication. That's just like, you know, people send out text messages nowadays. <laughs> and if one person in that text message forgets, you know, doesn't read the text and they're supposed to be adding, you know, information about the upcoming party and that doesn't happen, everything gets thrown off kilter. And that's the same way it is with our hormone producing glands in the body. Like I say, they speak to each other by producing those hormones, secreting them right directly into the bloodstream, and then they all speak. And they have this, this wonderful camaraderie going on all the time. And it's just a perfect system. But when one is suffering, they all suffer. Okay. We also have um, the parathyroid sarcode. Again, it's not one that we think of a lot, but it's very, very important. 
We have the placenta um, sarcoda. I already mentioned that. That's in the matrodonal group of remedies. And um, it's, again, it's one I use a lot. It's, it's kind of funny because, especially for young people, um, this remedy is, is, is very, it's an excellent remedy to have on hand. The thymus, again, the thymus is, um, it's, it's an organ. It's a hormone-producing organ that by the time we're reach puberty, it's pretty much shriveled, and it's it's not something that we think of as being an important gland in the body anymore. But it's always important. You know, things never lose their importance. They just they just are not something that we think of in the future like we normally would. Um, for children, we think of it readily, but for adults, we don't think of it like we like we would with a with a child. Then we have the thyroid sarcode, very very important. The the thyroid sarcode is again that's its own study. I'm not going to make it its own study, but it is its own study. It's very important, especially in today's day and age. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again, that the thyroid, he gets blamed for the weaknesses of the other and um, hormone-producing organs in our body because it's what always shows up. Poor little guy, he gets blamed for everything. But before he starts having problems, there's problems elsewhere. There's problems in the liver before it ever gets to the thyroid. And there's problems with other organs communicating with each other before it gets to the thyroid. It's just that he gets blamed, all right? <laughs> and we'll, we'll talk about that, you know, in our, like I said, our members' second half of this podcast. Um, we have the umbilicus as well for the matrodonal remedies. Um, the umbilicus, I, it's not one that I've used very often, but when you need it, it's amazing. And the vernix, sarcode, again, in the matrodonal remedies. I, I love vernix. Vernix is one that Kim Kalina taught us. Uh, is is awesome for helping us with our own boundaries. And I'm always I'm always telling you guys that I quit giving massage because I tend to give away all my energy and I tend to take on everybody else's um, <laughs> you know their ill health or whatever. And Vernix is one of those things that well, nowadays you know we, we we've learned today. Like if you have a midwife deliver your baby, and rather than wiping off the vernix like they used to do, you know, when 35, 40 years ago when we were having children, they'd wipe it all off. Nowadays they rub it in, and they it's it's that baby's natural protection from the external elements. Also, not just the elements, but the external vibes. The external everything that's a threat to that newborn baby, that vernix is amazing, amazing to protect that child for his immune system, his everything. And when they've actually, like I said, they've made this sarcode now from the vernix itself, and it is amazing. And you can you can take the homeopathic remedy, or you can um, can spray the homeopathic remedy around your person, and it really helps you to keep your own energies home rather than give them away. Or, or take on someone else's stuff. So that's one of my favorite remedies. I have to admit, I really, really like it a lot. So those are those are the star codes that um, I'm, I'm going to talk about in my my next podcast for our members. But like I said, it's just all I'm going to do is just give some of the the clinical situations that we may or may not use these homeopathic star codes, and and how they really do help with deep healing, especially you know like I said, it's I say deep healing. Like I said, we use them as adjunct remedies. Rarely, sometimes we do, but rarely do we use them solely by themselves. They're like I said, they're usually something in support of their homeopathic remedy, their constitutional, or their the remedies that they're taking for their clinical illness or whatever. But 
like I said, I just wanted to throw it out there. And it's, um, it's really important, I think, that we start to understand these, these things. You know, anyone have any questions, you know, they can, they can send a little email and say, hey, could you talk about that more? Could you do something different? But I will say that I've been doing these podcasts now for over five years. <laughs> I'm starting to run out of material, folks. And people say, and it's so fun because when I go teach classes, I, I just had a seminar here um, in Rapid City. I loved it. It was a small class. We had to change the time. So we, we missed a lot of the people that wanted to come, but it was great because it was a very personal class, I was able to actually record it. And because I was calm enough to be able to sit down and just record the class. So it was great. I loved it. While doing that, I think because it was a smaller class, it, it, I really had the opportunity to just to reconnect again with these mothers and their issues. And most of them were already very knowledgeable in the world of homeopathy, but they came away understanding more deeply the use of homeopathic remedies in chronic illness and chronic disease and how to stay out of the doctor. You know, I will never say that I, I am anti-doctor because I'm not. I, doctors do have their place in our world, but it's not for childhood illness. It's not for fevers and the stomach flu and, you know, anything that doesn't have to be set or stitched. So anyway, we had a lot of conversations about those deep-seated illnesses at this last class. And and I just want, you know, like I said, I'm actually going to do a little podcast about homeopathy versus antibiotics here coming up because I just want to reiterate some of the reasons that we use homeopathy and how to stay strong and how to have that courage. So with that, I'm going to actually let you go. I just wanted to touch on the star codes uh, that we have available absolutely amazing and any of these are available through our members group if you know you become a member like i said it just expands your world of homeopathy so much it's it's so much fun all right with that i'm going to let you go may god bless you and yours thanks for listening to this episode of homeopathy for mommies radio show please visit sue on her website homeopathyformommies.com and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.